Hi, I'm Liz from Liz Gets Loaded. That's the money kind of loaded, but this is the show where I sit in my closet, drink wine, and talk about money and anxiety. I have both. Hello, hello, hi. I have been messing around with my microphone for the last couple of minutes and it sounds a little bit funny, but under the heading of done is better than perfect, I am going to go ahead. Because really, if I was striving for perfection, then I never would have started a podcast if you've ever gone back and listened to the first couple of episodes. The sound quality is truly terrible. I was just talking into my iPhone 6 like speakerphone style and it was really terrible. I'm feeling a little nostalgic for that because it was almost a year ago. It was the end of February that I decided on a whim to start a podcast and to pull out my old iPhone 6, just start talking and see what happened. And I, well, what happened was I had so much fun and I'm still having fun. So I'm still here. That's what I've got for you today. Listen, I had, I'm not much of a content strategist. (laughs) I have a notes app on my phone and I had a bunch of episode ideas that I meant to record this weekend and then I didn't. And now it's Monday night and I was just getting ready for tomorrow and kind of putting some laundry away. And I was listening to some podcasts and I heard the Friends on Fire annual expense review and it prompted me to do my own. So I just spent the last 20 minutes sitting down and kind of crunching some numbers that I found interesting. And so maybe you'll find interesting or maybe they will just prompt you to maybe want to look at your own numbers and it'll be like a big train or domino effect of all of us looking back at our numbers. I was really surprised by some these like I knew that I was just setting money on fire last year but I just didn't hadn't I hadn't I had looked at it on a monthly basis and I hadn't really looked at it on an annual basis because I switched around I've talked about this a little bit but I was trying out some different budgeting tools and some different tracking tools and so I have all the data from last year but around April like some data lives in one system and some data lives in another system and so it was a little bit of manual addition to add it all up I'm gonna let you guess what you think my total spending was um, before before you guess, I'll tell you. Um, I don't include my mortgage in my spending for a couple of reasons, one of which is I decided kind of on a whim um, almost two years ago to purchase a very expensive home. And I know that this home is temporary. So when I think about my retirement spending, I don't include the mortgage on this house because I don't expect to live in this house when I retire early. I expect to downgrade and probably to be able to live in something either paid off or with a much, much lower monthly expense than than what I have now. And also it's just, you know, you only have to share things that you want to share. And I don't want to share my mortgage payment. It's big and it's kind of embarrassing. If you, I'll tell you what, if you guess it, if you send me a DM on Instagram, if you guess it within a hundred dollars, I'll tell you if you're right. Um, okay. So all of that said, I'll give you a few hints in case you want to guess what our total spending was. So a couple of things to keep in mind. This is for two adults. We don't have any children. And a couple of hints, our lowest spending month was in February and it was $4,004. Again, that's not including the mortgage. And then our most expensive month, the last half of the year was really bananas. (laughs) Um, Our most expensive month was September coming in at $15,340. I don't even like to look at that. But again, that's also not including the mortgage. So Um, think about your guesses. 
So our grand total for two people for the year was $118,260, which comes to a monthly average of $9,855. That's like astonishingly high. I, I, I guarantee you, not only is that the most that we've ever spent in one year, that is the most we've ever spent in one year, like by a mile, maybe by two miles. I don't know where the phrase by a mile came from, but <laughs> I think it meant like when you were, you know, playing a game like horseshoes or darts or something. So you weren't just off by a few inches. You were like off by a mile. So this is far and away our business expense. But I also knew that we had a lot of just weird expenses. And again, when I think about my annual expenses, the reason I'm thinking about that is because I'm trying to figure out how much money I actually need to retire. And so I'm taking my annual expenses and multiplying them by, you know, people say anywhere from 25 to 33. This is obviously not financial advice, but my rule of thumb is like, I'm looking for about 25 to 33 times my annual expenses to feel like I could comfortably retire. And there was just a ton of stuff last year that I'm like, that's not going to be an expense in retirement. Then now there may be other new expenses in retirement, but all of these felt really one-off and really odd and strange. So I'm going to go through partially to justify myself to you, partially to justify my life to myself and tell you the things I don't expect to repeat. So number one, like I said, we bought this house. When I retire, I imagine us living in like a very low maintenance condo, (laughs) not a large and old home that requires quite a bit of maintenance. Last year was bad enough. We had to do some major roof repairs um, and some other kind of like just not fun serious repairs to the house. This year, the cost was about the same. The total for the sort of home maintenance costs was a little over $14,000. Four main things went into that. One, um, we had to have our house painted. There were some um, parts of the paint that were like peeling and damaged. And so that had to be fixed. And that was um, almost $4,300. We also had to have a few trees trimmed. That came in at almost $3,000. As as you well know, we also had to have a colony of bats evicted from our attic. The initial estimate I got was $10,000. So I was happy that the total cost ended up being only around $4,000. And then the last one was a really fun one. We put permanent holiday lights up in our house for about $3,000. And again, that totaled a little over $14,000 for the year. That is not an expense I expect to have in early retirement. That is not an expense I expect to have next year or this year, 2023. Knock on wood, I am very hopeful, fingers crossed, sending good vibes into the world for a low expense year. There's nothing that I know of. Like last year, I knew that we needed to get the painting done. I had an idea that we needed to get the tree trimming done. The bats were a surprise and the lights were like a fun surprise, but I'm, oh man, I'm going to look, I feel like I'm really just jinxing myself, but fingers crossed. Okay. So that's about $14,000. Next thing on my list. So we had a really expensive month from a a medical cost perspective. Um, our total medical costs, and this doesn't include like premiums for our insurance, but just what we had to pay for doctor's appointments, physical therapy, prescriptions, etc., clocked in at around $7,000. I did not realize that that number was so high until I went to look at it. Um, the two of us, I'm not going to go into the details because it's boring, but it <laughs> like we both just were, our bodies decided to break a little bit this year. Um, one of the things I had going on, I have talked about this a lot, is I ended up having um, sort of this mysterious foot pain that had been going on for more than a year. And so the visits to specialists and physical therapy and all this stuff, it just adds up, right? So about $7,000 in healthcare costs this year. However, I will say more expensive than our healthcare costs was our pet's healthcare costs. 
So uh, our the total cost for our pets uh, was almost $8,000, $7,929 for our pets this year. Now that included one big bill. It was a little over $4,000. Um, we have a sweet older pet who needed some teeth cleaning. And oh my gosh, it's a long story. Like th- there's a heart issue. So the cardiologist had to talk to the anesthesiologist to like come up with a plan to do this safely. It's a whole thing. These pets have much better healthcare than I actually have. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't expect one. I hope that that doesn't continue into next year. I think that this was a one-off. I've never had a year that expensive. And two, I think once these, we have two pets, once they have moved out, uh, no new pets will be coming into our home, as sad as that makes me. But I think if we're aiming for early retirement and we're aiming for travel, we've just decided that that's a lifestyle choice that we're going to make. So it was a weird year for pets. So between the humans and the pets, that was $15,000. So $14,000 on the house, $15,000 on the mammals. A couple other random things. Listen, I know I've talked about this way too much. Um, I spent $3,500 on a Peloton row. Uh, It's getting delivered this week. I cannot wait. Uh, I did a whole episode about this. I think it was the last episode. So if you really want to hear me talk about more about that, you definitely can. I think that probably most of you have heard me talk about that enough for your whole life. That was $3,500. We also did estate planning. So we paid an attorney to put together our will, trust, um, medical directive, blah, 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 blah. Um, That was about $3,000. Sort of related to to that, just the next thing on my list is we had um, like a super one-off funeral expense this year. Funerals, of course, can come up any year. That last-minute travel is always expensive, but the way dates lined up and the way work stuff was happening, and again, it's a very long, boring story, but we paid $1,700 to go to a funeral for, we were there for 24 hours. (laughs) So that was kind of a strange one-off expense. Um, And then the last thing I have on my list, I, I don't I guess under the heading of things that I don't think that I'm going to um, be paying for when I am retired is we actually ended up giving a little more than $10,000 to charity this year, which is great because my goal was, I think it added up to $9,000. And so we so we went over that, which is fantastic. Um, I have started setting money aside into a donor advised fund. So in my mind, this is like a retirement fund for my charitable giving. <laughs> so I've started putting money into that now. That money is invested and then I can that money can only be given to charities in the future. I can never take it back out and just say like, hey, I want this for vacation or shoes or whatever. And so in in my mind, what happens is I start to put money into that account in the same way I save for retirement over the next several years. And then ideally that just becomes the pool of money that we pull for charitable giving for the rest of our lives. So um, all of that together, like I said, the house stuff was about 14,000. The health stuff for all of the mammals was about 15,000. Estate planning, that like funny funeral, which I can take that out. That's that actually doesn't add that much to it. Um, the rower and the charitable giving, all of that together adds up to $47,000 of kind of like weird, one-off, unexpected <laughs> spending this year. So if you take that away, our, our grand total, our annual total was 118,000, again, not including the mortgage. Um, if you take away that 47,000, that puts us at about 70,000 for the year. So our annual total, including everything, again, except the mortgage, was about $9,800 a month. And then when you take all those random one-off expenses out, the average monthly comes down to 5,800. Those are, that is a very big difference (laughs) between the high and the low there. That's really interesting. Um, Two other numbers I just thought I would call out in case you thought they were interesting. Um, 
I almost put vacation on this list of kind of like big, weird one-off expenses, but I don't think that that actually works the way I was thinking about this because in early retirement, I'd like to travel quite a bit. Our total costs around vacation this year were around $15,000. I will say I'm hopeful that we can travel more and bring that number down in the future. I did almost nothing strategic to try to bring down those costs this year. This was like our first year kind of really back in the swing of things. And I just went a little bit nuts. Um, We went on two beach vacations. We went on two kind of like long weekends in cities vacations. We went to visit um, each of our families. Um, Mine was around the holidays. So that was the the costs were were pretty significant there just because traveling around the holidays is always expensive. And so I have no regrets there, but I think that we could probably accomplish all that travel if we were a little bit more mindful about trying to be economical and trying to use credit card points and and that kind of thing. I think that we bring that down. But in any case, that's that's vacation. Oh, and then the last thing I wanted to share, because I think people just are always curious about this. I'm always curious about this with other people is total food spending. So we spent total for the year a little more than $17,000 on food. That actually only comes out to, it's $1,421, $1,421 a month. For two people who don't try very hard to save money on food, that actually doesn't seem, that doesn't seem terrible to me. Um, I feel like our grocery bill has been running seven or $800 and then that leaves another like 600 on average for, um, you know, going out, any kind of like happy hour bars, things like that. Not that we did a ton of that this year, but that covers that. It covers also wine and spirits and beer. And, and those kinds of things that we keep in our house. It also includes um, takeout, coffee, all that kind of thing. And there are some great local coffee shops in my neighborhood and I feel zero guilt spending money at them. I actually love supporting those businesses and it makes them happy. It makes me happy. I feel like it's good for the world. I mean, I don't need to justify, but like it, it's funny. Sometimes when I talk about spending and I just like just talk about how I think about it, I'll get, you know, someone who, who sends me a very kind note that says like, you don't need to justify your spending to anyone. And I'm like, I I do need to justify it to myself. It's fine if, you know, there's people out there, anytime you put anything about your life online, there's going to be someone who's rolling their eyes at you, who's saying this is ridiculous. You know, whether it's someone you know or not, like it's not just limited to people who who sort of broadcast their lives to to, to friends and strangers. Like even if you just are friends with your own people that you know on, on Facebook or Instagram, like you scroll by some stuff sometimes, you roll your eyes, you you do. It's it's okay. We all do it. And so I'm sure there's someone out there who's like, that much money for whatever is ridiculous or that much money for whatever seems really low. I'm spending a lot more than that. I'm like, that's fine. Personal finance is personal to each your own. But I actually do think, again, for two people who just kind of throw whatever they want in the grocery cart <laughs> and don't try to cut back on eating out at all, fourteen hundred a month is that actually feels pretty reasonable. I thought that was going to be a lot higher. I was really surprised looking at the annual number. Again, I kind of switched. I was just really playing with a, with a couple new tools this year. And so some of this data lives in different places. So I didn't have this really beautiful annual view. I just kind of threw it together in a scratch pad here in the last few minutes. I thought it was interesting. I thought maybe you might find it interesting. If you did, uh, let me know. I love, I absolutely love getting messages from people um, primarily on Instagram who, who say like, hey, I listened and I like this episode or I 
related to this or I think you're bananas <laughs> for what you said here. Podcasting can feel a little bit lonely. I think that's the one downside. I'm just kind of sitting here in a room by myself and that's the funny part. So anyways, I love to hear from you. You can find me. You can tell me if you decide to look at your own annual spending. If anything of yours was higher than mine, lower than mine, interesting, what surprised you. You can find me most days on the gram at Liz Gets Loaded. Thanks friends. I'll talk to you soon. If you enjoyed today's episode, you have a couple options. You could just enjoy that satisfaction quietly and privately. Keep it to yourself. But, and just an idea, you could also share this with someone else who you think would like it. Just a thought, you do you.